Your convocation speaker this morning is a friend of Deacon Mike's. His wife, you may remember her, Yvette, uh, was here a few weeks ago giving convocation. Um, she's from Oklahoma. Uh, he's from Oklahoma, too. They are uh, good friends because, as Deacon Mike said, that uh, Joe dropped out of GQ modeling school to then enter the diaconate formation at the seminary, of which he then also dropped out of that, too. So, um, great introduction. You're going to really enjoy him. Uh, please welcome up Mr. Joe Nowicki. Good morning. Good morning. That was kind of weak. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to be with you all this morning. Um, I did not drop out of GQ modeling school, whatever that is, Deacon, um, but I did drop out of diaconate formation to move to Florida. Uh, so we used to live here in Colorado years ago. So uh, by way of background, I was cradle Catholic and born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, went to the Naval Academy and got married right after the Naval Academy, went into flight school, started flying jets off of aircraft carriers, um, have two sons. My sons are 28 and 25 right now. And um, after my time in the Navy, I joined the company I'm with now, Chatham Financial. I just realized I'm wearing it. Um, and I do real estate financial consulting all over the world. I fly all over the world and do really amazing uh, transactions, helping people buy and sell big real estate, which is probably not exciting to you, but it's kind of exciting to me. But I'm actually here to talk to you about probably the single most important thing that ever happened to me in my life. And it may sound tragic when you first hear it, but it's actually been one of the biggest blessings. So um, one of the things I love to do with my sons is hunt and fish. Anybody like to hunt, fish, love the outdoors? Awesome. That's where I see the beauty of God's creation, just the wonder of everything he's created. And so I just love being out there. And so in November of 2019, my oldest son and I were with two other hunters. We were out in Kansas. We were bird hunting. We were pheasant hunting. And I was shot. My, one of my buddies laid a gun down on the ground while we were watering down the dogs. When you're bird hunting, you typically have dogs running around. And so I was watering my dog. My son was right in front of me. One of my buddies put a gun down on the ground, and one of the other hunting dogs came over and stepped on the trigger, and it shot me. And it took out my right lung, and it blew out my right arm. And I lay there in the field, bleeding out, thinking that I was going to die. Um, and my oldest son was 24 at the time. He had just seen, this is total one of the many miracles, one of the total God incidences. He had just seen a podcast just a couple weeks prior on how to tie a tourniquet. And he remembered it. And he took a hunter's belt and put a tourniquet on my arm and saved my life. So at the time, my son, who was 24, had 24 years of a very difficult relationship with me because I pushed him too hard. I wasn't a good dad. I wasn't an encourager. I didn't know that God the Father loves me no matter what I do in success, in failure, when I'm good, when I'm bad, whatever. And in, in return, I wasn't able to love my son that way. So I pushed him too hard. Well, suffice it to say, after that accident, I learned how much God the Father loves me and how my identity is a beloved son of God the Father and how I'm then to love my son that way. And one of the most beautiful things that came from the accident was my son and I were actually cleaning a deer after hunting last year, and he came up to me and said, Dad, for 24 years, I had put all of the things that you did that I thought were you pushed me too hard, you punished me when I shouldn't have been punished, all these things on a big chalkboard in my mind. And I was holding that against you. And he said, when I saw you laying there in the field, bleeding out, almost dying, he said, I just dipped it into a big vat of hot water, pulled it out clean, 
and decided to give you a clean start and us a clean start. And now my son and I are very, very close, closer than we've ever been before. And the reason I want to kind of highlight this to you is I want to talk a little about tragedy and difficult times in life because I did literally almost die. In fact, when I went unconscious in the field, the two days later I woke up in the third hospital that I was in after two life flights. I was intubated. I was barely kind of, at the time, felt like I was barely being kept alive. And when I woke up, I saw a crucifix on the wall. I saw my wife, my sons, and I saw Mrs. Daly. Mrs. Daly heard what happened, that I'd been shot, and she knew that my wife would need support. And she dropped everything, got in the car, and drove to Omaha, Nebraska. And right behind her was Deacon Daly. And the reason I want to highlight this is one of the most beautiful things that came from this is my understanding of how people want to bless us and how we should bless them in times of trial, in times of difficulty, in times of tragedy. And the love with which people like Deacon Daly and Mrs. Daly came and supported us was so uplifting to us and it created so much positive energy through a crisis time where literally I thought I was gonna die and then when I knew I was gonna live, we thought for a long time I was going to have my right arm amputated. Um, through all of this, what, what could be just pain and tragedy and whatnot, there was so much good that came from it. And what it made me learn is there's this great paradox in tragedy, in difficulty, in pain and suffering, where a lot of times we see the difficulty and we're frustrated. We want things to be better, more comfortable, more fun, whatever the case may be. But there's always an opportunity to reach out to someone else and let them bless you. And when you see other people in difficulty, in trial, in pain, in tragedy, reach out to them and bless them as well. And I will tell you that as difficult and painful as it's been for the last four years, going through 16 surgeries, I've got another surgery planned, um, I'm still recovering. Um, the blessings that have come from it far outweigh the pain. And I would just encourage you, just like Christ on the cross, right? When Jesus was crucified, it was the biggest tragedy, it was the most horrible injustice ever created, but it's also the greatest sign of love that we've ever seen that man has ever seen and never known. And so I just challenge you, when you're in times of trouble and difficulty, or you see someone else in times of difficulty, try to understand that paradox that God, nothing's ever lost in his economy. There's some opportunity there for you to love and serve that person and lift them up and then witness to others in how you deal with pain and tragedy and suffering yourself and allow other people to serve you. So that's my quick story, what I felt compelled to share with you today. And um, God bless you all. It's, it's great to be here with you. And uh, I'll just finish with praise be Jesus Christ. Now and forever. Amen.